Hey Tim, it's Rob from Down in a Heap. Uh, you know, I just read the review of Hunters and Death on the 10-foot pole blog, or whatever it's called, and I don't know. I think the reviewer kind of misses the point or misses some things about a hex crawl. He says that uh, his, or his primary criticism seems to be that there's no um, kind of codified direction given to the players or no kick in the pants to get them going. But, you know, at least when I run a hex crawl, the whole point of it is exploration. And you can incentivize exploration by giving them experience points for each hex they enter or explore. And of course, there's the treasure to be found. So, yeah, it left me kind of scratching my head. I think it's great. See ya. Hey everyone, this is Tim Shorts of Gothridge Manor. It's a, what is it, a Thursday afternoon, and I'm off today, uh, sitting in the, actually the dentist's office uh, parking lot. I was getting limbs uh, cleaned or something like that. It's a long process, so I thought I'd uh, get to the phone messages that have uh, been left and and kind of uh, get those addressed, because I've got a few of those. Uh, and that was Rob C. from Down in the Heap. And uh, concerning uh, Bryce's 10-foot pole review, uh, Bryce is kind of a very, uh, how do I say it, uh, picky guy, but he's consistent. He uh, has his parameters of what he likes and what he doesn't like. And, you know, like most reviews, there's there's uh definitely like you know you're bringing your own baggage to it or you're bringing your own you know, opinion to it sometimes they're not uh completely unbiased in that and with Bryce I mean I understood what he said but like you said Rob you know he I uh he, he kind of I don't know. He kind of said one thing where he's, he didn't like the history of the rooms. Um, like give background of the rooms, which if I did, it was very brief anyways. Uh, and But he wanted more of a hook to get players into these adventures and that. And that's something I don't like doing too much because I don't know what the current situation is. Sometimes I'll, I'll throw in, you know, the preface of the adventure where they, um, where they get met by, I don't know, someone who needs them to do something. Generally, though, I like leaving that up to the GM. Here's, here's the situation. Um, cause I, I mean, I've built like in, in hunters and death, I've built the hex crawl, I've built the, the population, I've built the, um, adventures and, you know, some, the overall kind of situation that goes, that's going on and being a hex crawl, it's going to be fluid anyways. And I, you know, and I have like little side, what I call side quests or side, uh, jobs, that players can do where they are, like Rob said, incentivized, where they can go out and get some stuff and get a reward um, for it later on. But, uh, yeah, I mean, 
that was the, his one criticism. Well, I mean, I appreciated his review. Yeah, it just, I'm not going to change that. It's, it's not, to me, it's not a valid criticism for what I made. Um, and, you know, but Bryce is absolutely tr- right with what I did, but I did that on purpose. It's, it's, not a, it's not a mistake, and it's not anything I would fix either. But anytime someone uh, reviews it, because like when Bryce reviewed it, I got, I got sales because he did it. So anytime I get reviews, I'm always thankful someone's as long as they've taken the time to actually read it. And he, he seemed like he did. Um, I'm always grateful whether they liked it or not. Um, cause even when the, like I said, when people even do bad reviews on it, on any, anything, cause there's a, another guy who's done almost all my stuff. I can't end, end of, oh boy, I can't remember his name. End of I Geist, end of I Geist. I don't know. I can't remember. I don't think he's done one on Hunters and Death yet, but I think he's done era almost all my other stuff that I have on RPG now. And he's, he's very fair about stuff. And he, the only thing he always, uh, uh, knocks me down a half a star, no matter what, because I never add links, uh, or bookmarks. That's what it's called. Uh, bookmarks in my PDFs. And yeah, I am guilty of that. I tried to do that in hunters and death, but I, I don't have the, for whatever reason, I couldn't seem to get the, my uh, PDF program to do the bookmarks. Cause I thought that would have been nice, but what are you going to do? So, all right, let's move on to the next thing. Rob, thank you for calling in, man. And I'm glad you're recovering from your COVID and, um, you know, hopefully get stronger. I heard, I listened to your raking one and how you were winded and said, you're out. I said, well, you're probably not used to doing podcasting and raking because I probably have been like out of, out of breath myself. So, all right, Rob, take care, man. Tim, it's Rob from down in a heap. Ugh, man, I sure hope you don't get coronavirus. Um, it'll be bad news. And, uh, you know, yeah, I just don't want you or Ivy or anyone to, to get this crap. And Because, uh, you know, even if you don't have symptoms, uh, if it doesn't knock you out, we still don't really know what the long-term ramifications of this crap is. You know, we might, who knows, those people that get it might have all kinds of issues in the future um so here's to hoping that you uh have all your bad luck and die rolling and you save all your good luck for your health so take care have a well deserved uh long weekend an enjoyable one and uh, we'll talk to you soon Hey, Tim, I've just been listening to your latest episode. Just wanted to wish you all the best on the COVID testing and stuff like that. I'm not all the way through the episode yet. Um, myself and my wife had to get tested for it. One of those sort of like home tests we have over here in the UK where you send the stuff back in, like the post, all secure, and they, they give you the results because uh, my my brother and his family had tested positive for it. They're all fine, but we had to get checked out. Uh, unfortunately for us, we... We didn't hear anything back in the sort of time we were supposed to. And when we got in touch with them, they were pretty much like, oh, yeah, we're not really sure where it is. We might have lost it. Oh, well, just isolate yourself for a week. So we started doing that. We had all the fuss of, like, messing around with work, trying to explain the situation. And then, 
like a couple of days after we'd done all of that, they miraculously found our results. And luckily, we turned that to be negative, which was obviously good, but I'd have preferred it without the messing around. Anyway, I'm hoping you have a better experience with it, dude. Hey, Tim, Jason here. Hope the COVID test came out okay. Haven't heard either way. Of course, I haven't really paid a whole lot of attention looking either, but which is kind of crappy on me. But anyway, I hope all's well. Um, even if you're positive, it just might mean you're a carrier, not a, you, you know, ha- having symptoms. But, yeah, you know, my, I've been having a lot of problems with the Android version of um, Anchor, although the Apple version seems to be working okay still. But, yep, interesting stuff. Uh, by the way, I'm sure somebody said it by now, but Red Dice Diaries RPG Podcast is John and Hannah's new podcast. But, anyhow... I really appreciate your adventures. Enjoy getting those packages every every month, I guess. And I will talk to you later. That was Rob C. and John Large. Thank you guys for uh, your well wishes and everything. Yeah, I, we, we were fortunate. Came I came back negative. Uh, I think out of everybody, the original five that we did have test positive were the only. The, re- the rest of us, the, I can't remember, there's like 30 of us. I got tested or something like that. And uh, everybody else came back negative. And uh, so, you know, back to work we went on Monday. We got we got our tests back in a timely manner. Uh, since we were, since we're considered sort of a pseudo-medical, I don't know, uh, organization because we deal with people with, you know, mental health and whatnot, um, we, I don't know if the tests came back any faster, but it seemed like it. It's, some of the people got them, got their tests back like the next day on Friday, and then like I didn't get mine until Sunday, later Sunday morning. So they kind of stretched out. And then there was a couple of people that had inconclusive tests, so they had to get tested again. But I guess everybody is uh, negative and doing well, which is good. And even the five that did end up getting it, I think their majority of their symptoms were loss of taste and smell, and and that was about it. Uh, there, there wasn't really any crippling effects for those guys that uh, – like someone like, you know, Rob experienced and whatnot and other people that we know of experienced. Cause like Ivy's family uh, on their one side lost, uh, I don't remember like three or four folks uh, earlier on with COVID. And uh, yeah, you know, it's something that it's got to continue just because it te- don't, I tested negative this time, you know, you always got to be prepared for it and always have to take precautions. Like, cause I'm working with a, a population that doesn't really, uh, sometimes they're just ignorant of what they need to do. And other times they just don't give a shit. Um, you know, they, you know, they could burn the world down and they would be fine with that. Uh, but, uh, I'm always, because I'm a hand washer anyways, because I just, I always have to. I'm trying to, you know, because I know that's preventative of as much as I possibly can anyhow. So I want to try to give myself the best um, odds at not getting sick or from anything, whether it's a cold, whether it's a flu, or, you know, now the new kid on the block, COVID. So hopefully... With more people this flu season, people wearing masks already because of COVID and 
people maybe taking the extra precautions of it, that the result is less people getting the flu this year too. So I'm hoping it has that effect. Uh, they have, you know, you can always get your flu shots here. You get them for free most of the time. But I'm one of those folks, though, if I, if I get the flu shot, I get so damn sick. I've had three flu shots in my life, and every time the next day after I get a flu shot, I just, I mean, it wipes me out for a week. It's like I'd, I'd rather have the flu. I mean, it, it almost seems worse in some ways. So, I unfortunately, I have to take my chances with that stuff. But I think in the past probably 15 to 20 years, I've had the flu four times and three of them were because I got the shot. I got it right after getting the shot. And once was because uh, I had I had, I had the flu, influenza. I had 105 temperature for crying out loud. But that's not unnormal because usually when I do get it, it is influenza. I don't usually get one of the strains or whatever. So, but hey guys, thank you for calling in. I appreciate it. Hey there, Tim John again from the Red Dice Diaries. Just finished listening to your latest podcast and thank you for the props for that i'm glad you're enjoying the monster episodes we have a blast recording them and feel free to steal that idea and go for your life mate i mean that's the the whole point of doing those episodes to try and sort of inspire people and give people some ideas so we're really glad to hear that's coming across <laughs> as for the name of the podcast it's pretty much the red dice diaries rpg podcast at the minute but red dice diaries is absolutely fine dude anyway I look forward to hearing more about this adventure as you progress in it. Take care, love to yourself, and Ivy, hope everything's going well. Catch you soon. Thanks for calling in, John. Again, appreciate that. Uh, yeah, it's I got a, I get a lot of inspiration having that, uh, that back and forth with folks. I sometimes uh, want to try to get uh, other folks on my podcast uh and just kind of have that back and forth because I think there it feeds on the energy and the ideas getting bounced back and forth uh, creates better ideas. At least in in my opinion, uh, I think it's a a good idea to uh, try to get someone on there. I'm, I'm I'll have to figure out something out because like most of the time when I'm doing this, I'm like I said, I'm driving back and forth to work, so it's not real conducive to trying to hook up with uh, a different person and, and doing that, but I got to make more of an effort of it. It's one of those things where it's, uh, it'll be better, but you just have to put that extra effort into it. And sometimes I get too damn lazy and I need to put that extra effort into it. So John, again, thank you. Red Dice Diaries RPG podcast. Got it. It's locked in at least for now. <laughs> hey Tim, Jason here. Kept trying to catch up on all your podcasts. I still have to listen to your first session of 5e on the books one, but want to call in real quick. You're talking about Kickstarters. I backed the Coin and Blood second edition, I, I guess, and, and I also backed the Don Stroud one. And, and you might have mentioned this. I listened to these as I was running around doing errands. But, you know, the Don Stroud ones, you're right. I, I just picked up from the post office today, actually, and did, um because I haven't sent my P.O. box. And it's great quality. It's a huge book. It's, what, eight and a half by 11? It's I mean, it's a full-size book. It's... I, well, I guess it's the same size as the DCC rulebook, so you can put it on the shelf and it'll stand up, you know, fit next to height-wise next to the DCC rulebook, which is great. Um, yeah, so that's the rights the forgotten rights of smoldering dead. And in the package, I also got the lesser key to the Celestial Legion, so maybe I had um, 
bought that because I did, missed it the first time around. I don't know. But, yeah, great stuff. It, it's funny because, you know, we mentioned Zoom, and I, I get the best quality on Zoom. I get the most stable connection out here in rural Virginia. Um, although, to be honest, the times I've used the new Google, Google Meetings or Google Meet, whatever it is, has been pretty good, too. But, uh, but yeah, typically Zoom is the most stable for me. At Discord, I always drop out. Um, but, you know, who knows what, what it is. But I, as far as rolling dice, I do like to roll real dice, to be honest. I, I know what you're saying. And you can do, I've seen some people where they'll put the camera on the dice when they roll them or, you know, show the results. But I, I pretty much trust the players. But I see what you're saying because what you're talking about isn't about trusting players. It's about the excitement of watching each other roll. And I think there is something to that. So, yeah, I don't know. It's something I need to think about. But great, great deal, and I look forward to catching up the rest of your podcast and talk to you soon. Hey, Tim, glad to hear that you're negative for COVID. It's a nasty thing. Um, but also interesting to hear your, your thought process. It, it's funny because I would have thought you would have drawn the maps and done the adventures, but I, I guess I'm transposing Matt Jacks on you, and I apologize greatly for doing that to you. But anyhow, enjoy the episode. Talk to you soon. Bye. As a triple uh, call in from Jason there. Oh, man, he even referred to Matt Jackson. But at least he apologized. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, most of the time I, I do, you know, write the adventure around the map. I do. That's what I normally do. But this, the in case of the in the pines, I'm doing it the other way. As I was going to work on it yesterday, but I still wasn't feeling so great, so I never really got around to working on it. Uh, I've kind of tweaked. I did tweak the um, – I have a very short – Just I think it's just going to be a D6 random encounter table that I threw in there. And these random encounters are going to be very uh, – kind of ordinary in a way, but I'm trying to make them ordinary, but yet creepy and maybe hint at the threat that's above, like finding a rabbit corpse with like needles in it. Uh, there's going to be like a herd of sheep that was lost in the woods like over two years ago, but they're still there and they're led by this kind of, kind of bigger ram. It's not, it's not like a, you know, huge supernatural it's it's normal, but it's kind of weird how, you know, kind of that anomaly in nature that I like throwing in there, but it doesn't have to have a supernatural or, you know, powerful presence. It just can be this weird, it's like these, these villagers struggle to live in this forest, but yet this herd of sheep has been growing and thriving in the forest where, you know, they would be, you would think that they would be eaten or whatever. It's like, how do they survive? And just throwing that kind of stuff in there and then finding other little artifacts. I'm going to throw in one, one of the random encounters will be a, um, I guess I'm, I, I haven't thought of a name yet, but it's going to be like creatures, these kind of like guardian creatures from the Appalachia type, uh, magics, mountain magic stuff that they use. So I'm um, still kind of figuring that out, but, uh, yeah, it's it's coming along. I get. I have to get it done though. I mean, there. I gotta. I'm hoping today. It's it's just it's a rainy, miserable, drizzy day, and I just and I love these kind of days. Listening to the rain as I'm writing and stuff. So hopefully I'll get in there and be able to finish that out. 
So, yeah. And then as far as Zoom, yeah, I just, I don't know. I haven't had lock. And then plus, I mean, I'm like, usually when I use Zoom, it's been uh, at work. I've only used it like twice. And most of the time, you know, sometimes I just hate webinars a lot of times because people have so many technical difficulties. It would be better if we just had a technician run our trainings because all they do is read off of PowerPoints anyways, and at least the technician could fix the difficulties or these folks never seem to be able to figure out what they're doing, uh, you know, anyways. But, you know, I guess that, that goes with any type of training like that. So, Jason, thank you for all the call-ins, man. You, you are always, you know, solid with, uh, you know, making call-ins. I got to get better at getting on the Anchor app and uh, making call-ins to other folks' Uh, podcast also. Hey Tim, it's Che from Roleplay Rescue. Just wanted to say thank you, first of all, for high praise. Um, when the Gothridge Manor is singing your praises, you know that you're doing something right, so thank you. But also, just wanted to say thank you for the, really the feedback on interviewing Reverend Peter Laws or Peter Laws. Um, I really enjoyed doing the interview and I, I'm really glad that somebody out there enjoyed it. I've had a, a few um, positives uh, here and there, a couple of emails and things. It's really nice to hear you talk about it on the podcast and I really appreciate that. I'm also kind of pleased to see that you kind of wanted to go and you know, get hold of the Frighteners and have a read. I hope you enjoy the book. Um, I think that, you know, he's an interesting guy. Um, my wife is a massive fan. So, you know, Deb will be very pleased to hear that you've uh, discovered Peter Laws. Anyway, just wanted to say thank you. Hope you're well. Hope you and Ivy are good. Game on, man. That was Mr. Shea Webster from Roleplay Rescue, who interviewed uh, Peter Laws a little while back. Really good interview. I spoke about it on an earlier podcast. Can't uh, recommend it. Um, enough. I actually have the book Frighteners next to me. Ended up get, grabbing a copy of that pretty much uh, right after I listened to the the um, podcast and everything. So I'm going to read the, his book and then I'm probably going to go check out his fiction. And um, I think he's got three or four books out. Oh, excuse me, guys. About uh, uh, what was he? He's uh, Ex-priest, now an atheist, which is uh, kind of where, um, I don't know, just and it helps like solve supernatural crimes, which is going to be kind of uh, sound, right up my alley. Like It sounds like a, a really fun time. And just the way the guy talks and the way he's so excited about things makes it, uh, I know it's got to be good because if he puts that energy into his books, then you know, he's not going to have any issue enjoying it. And Jay, yeah, amazing interview. Like I said before, really enjoyed uh, the interview and whatnot. And just your, your podcast and how much effort you put into there. I mean, it's kind of a, you know, like you and um, I know Spike puts puts a lot of effort into it. it it's it's like a standard, I think, that uh, is, is uh, that you've elevated for a lot of us in some ways. And I'm not saying other people's are... Um, not as good, but yours are like more polished and at least in my opinion, and something that I'd like to try to eventually get to get up to that chase standard with quality. I, I don't ever think I will because I'm just more of a gorilla podcaster, get in my car, grab my phone and just kind of 
yap. Uh, I mean, I just, uh, like, because I've downloaded, I don't know, your last five podcasts. I seem to listen to them in groups. And um, just the thought that you put into things and the what you're saying and how you're saying it and, and is more than I, you know, could do. Uh, which is, which is really good. I mean, I know sometimes it's funny cause like, you know, I listen or talk to Joe, the lawyer every once in a while offline or online there. And Joe's a real kind of, he gets things in his head and he kind of processes them over and over in his head. And it's just, I guess I, I don't know. I, you, I guess I used to do that, but I don't seem to do that much anymore. I just kind of, I'll use a golfing term. I grip it and rip it. You know, I just kind of stand at the tee. I grab my club and then I just swing away. I don't think about it too much. Uh, and I think part of that is just brain exhaustion sometimes for myself. And, uh, but I, but I, but I try, I'm trying to put that extra effort into, like I was talking about, just putting that extra effort into it. Don't be lazy about it and try to make it better, make it the best I can for the time I have. So, and, uh, yeah, so I appreciate your time and your, your podcast there, Che. Uh, amazing job as usual. And, uh, please thank Deb for, you know, introducing me in a way, uh, to, to Peter Lodge because so far I've really enjoyed the book. Really good stuff. All right, guys, that's a wrap for this phone-in uh, episode. I appreciate everybody you called in. Uh, always glad to hear from you. Like I said, I'll, I'm going to make a better effort on uh, making sure I call in to other folks and Give some feedback because um, I always want to at least say thank you for the episode or tell you what I got out of the episodes. I tend to, I think, say it more on my podcast than I do phone in, and I need to do that a little bit more anyway. So, But, uh, again, thanks for everyone for calling in, and uh, hopefully you're doing well. So take care, roll better than me, and we'll talk soon.